You're listening to the County Live podcast with Martin Johnston and Chris Ridgway. So first up on the County Life podcast this week, Chris Ridgway caught up with manager Jim Gannon back at Edgeley Park after the boys had trained on Thursday night. Well, Jim Gannon, it's Thursday evening, very good evening to you. Training just concluded. How was it tonight? All, all okay? Yeah, it was excellent tonight. Um, we had enough bodies tonight to be doing 11 v 11 and um, yeah, the tempo was really good. Uh, it's nice to have um, a couple of players back, to, you know, back on the training pitch and uh, it's also nice to have players who are have been doing 30 minutes or 60 minutes um, put in a full training session. So everything's looking um, bright and positive for Saturday. A couple of weeks ago, we were speaking uh, about a hard-earned win against Curzon, giving us some momentum in the Cup, taking to the league. Now we're talking about a 4-1 win against North Ferry in the league to give us some momentum in the Cup. How are you feeling about Saturday? I, I think, um, yeah, no, we're looking forward to it. I, I think as each round comes around in the FA Cup, we get more excited. Um Initially, depending on who the opposition, you might be just nervous to make sure you, you, you avoid banana skins and get through. Uh, tough game against Curzon. Uh, we were very professional, got a good 1-0 win, deserved to be in the hat. Uh, we've got another tough tie, probably the tired around. So it's quite an exciting game. Local derby, well-supported clubs. Um, so it'll be a really good game. Uh, and in between that, obviously, we wanted to get... I said to the lads after the FA Cup win, that's fine. Uh, We've righted a few wrongs, but now we need to put it right in the league as well um, and use the momentum from the Curzon game, bring that into the league. And, um, you know, we all being right, we expected to win and we wanted to win well and win professionally and win with a really good performance. But it wasn't perfect and there was a few bits we needed to iron out. But it was great to get that win, uh, get them three points, be only a point off the playoffs now and then look forward to the FA Cup this Saturday. Let's speak about the Ferriby game then before we go before we go into FC United. Uh, I thought, like you say, a lot of positives. Good to see Jason Oswell get over that double figures mark. I think psychologically that probably works quite well for a striker. Both full back scoring, there's goals coming from all over the park. What other positives did you pick out of the game? Um well it was there was lots. Uh, you know, obviously having certain players like Gary Stockforth and uh, Matty Warburton coming back in and getting more and more minutes, and uh, you know the likes of Adam Thomas is going go on minutes going up. They were all positives really, and it was a game where you're taking a risk not having players who were ninety minute one hundred percenters. But it was a game where we felt we could build up their minutes, and so it was good for them that side of it. I think um, the formation we we tried a similar formation um, that we did against Curzon, expecting that perhaps that Ferriby would be. A little bit more locked up at the back. Um, they didn't. They played their shape. Obviously, we needed to adjust. Um, and then the rotation we made made sure that we made good use of both wing backs in completely different roles. One as a full back and one as a winger. And I thought Scott Duxon in particular was excellent. And it was nice for Sam Minahan to get a goal, albeit that the uh, the game ended a little bit sourly for him in terms of the injury. But it was a, a positive performance and uh, lots to take out of it. But also set plays need to be worked on. The overall um, flexibility to the opposition needs to be worked on. and um, So there's a few bits and pieces that we've taken into this week's training in preparation for what will be a very demanding game Saturday. We knew Ferriby was struggling in the league. We spoke about that last week. 
but they came and I thought Stockport County, like you say, there were things that they could work on. You know, there's, there's I'm not going to argue that. But do you think it was a little bit surprising that Ferriby didn't offer more, or was that to be expected? And that's why they are in the well, they are where they are in the league. It's hard to tell, and it's hard to be, you know, uh, sort of harsh on them. Um, they're obviously a team that's uh, perhaps due to budget, perhaps due to confidence, a team that's struggling, uh, finding it hard to get anything in games. I think if I was going to give any public or private advice to them, I think you're first and foremost to, to get anything out of any game. You've got to be a lot more solid. Uh, if you have to have a back six to get that um, or a back five, then you've got to do that and get yourself an opportunity that if you you get a goal, that you get something out of the game. And I think that's what likes of Curzon have done. Um, lots of teams at this level have done that. And I think, um, but they they stuck to their t- you know their their formation their four three three. Perhaps if they'd got the first goal, uh, they might have got a little bit more confidence from that. But I think slowly as the game wore on, we asked more and more questions to the back four. The more uh, we realised that they didn't have the answers. Um, so it's a tough season ahead for them. Um, but we had to do what we had to do, which is beat whoever's put in front of us and keep the momentum going, especially in the home form. Pick up those three points. Uh, it's nice to get them extra free goals as well. They always feel like an extra point because goal difference, um, when it comes to the, that little bunch of teams on the same points, we're going to be ahead of them with a the goal difference. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's, it's a good outcome for us. Uh, disappointed with their goal, but obviously a good outcome for us and, and something that um, just allows us to be feeling confident about going to next week's game now on the, on the strength of back-to-back wins. It's interesting you talk about staying solid and keeping yourself tight at the back. Coming up against FC United now, who in the last two games have certainly found the net a few times, what do you see as their threats ahead of the game on Saturday? Well, they've got a couple of different threats. Um, obviously, they, they, they played a, a bit more of an aggressive formation against Tamworth, a 4-4-2. Um, and they played it well. Um, Tamworth perhaps overplayed in midfield and then when FC United, um, if you like, were able to to break, they, they were able quickly to transition into a, a front four against a back four. And that gave them you know, some opportunities. To, um, I think they defended Tamworth reasonably well, reasonably well from set plays. Um, but for about 20 minutes to the second half, it could have been anybody's game. But um, FC United uh, got um, perhaps was a, a stunning or a, a fluke second goal. And that sort of knocked the stuffing out of Tamworth, and then Tamworth sort of shot themselves in the foot again, giving away a penny. So, in some regards, we, when we were at Tamworth, Tamworth did to us what FC United did to Tamworth, and that can happen in a game uh, where it's nip and tuck. Whoever gets that next goal is going to win the game. Uh, previous game, they played obviously in the cup, um, and they really got stuck into the opposition and, and, and had the game won within 25, 30 minutes. They were 4 0 up at half time. Um, they were able to make a few changes, but they used different formations. Um, but they, they, you know, I'm sure that Carl will have his team really well organised. Um, it'd be a tough nut to crack. Um, you know, we can look at their where they are in the league and judge them. But recently, they've had two wins, like yourself, one in the cup, one one in the league. Uh, so they come here with a good spirits um, and confident. I'm sure. Um, the one thing you can say about this game is a cracking cup tie. I mean. It's very unusual for Stockport County to be the tie of the round, but you know Stockport County versus FC United in the third qualifying round is as good as it gets. Two of the best supported teams, local derby, two teams in good form, scoring lots of goals, then we should be in for a cracking game come Saturday. How do you prepare for such an occasion? This isn't a league game 
where you think, well, if it's, if it's a tricky game and we're 1-0 down with 15 minutes to go, we'll settle for a point. This is not the kind of game you can do that because it's a winner-takes-all. You're in the next round of the Cup, whether you win 1-0 or 10-0. How do you prepare for a game like this? Well, you do, you do have to have contingencies. Well, this is the same for league matches when you're behind, whether you need to, to chase a game. Sometimes when we're playing teams that are lower down the league and we're drawing, we, we go and chase a win um, and, and gamble that one point for a further two. Um we have to respect what the opposition might do if they're winning. Um, it was quite clear on Saturday that as soon as they got the goal, they killed the game, they slowed it down, took the time on everything. Uh, so we can expect that kind of behaviour when a team's winning. Um, I think sometimes it sucks the life out of your own self um, and allows the opposition, if they get the goal, they continue the momentum. So th- there'll be a bit of that nip and tuck. And obviously if, if one team's losing... Uh, with a few minutes ago, you can imagine all sorts of things going on. Centre halves up front, keepers coming up for corners, and mad stuff goes on. But uh, we, we'll have contingencies for 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 the bits and pieces that we expect to happen. Um, I just think that um, a little like Sam Alice's blueprint. I think first goal is going to be important. Um, I think creating the momentum that we have here at home is going to be really important, and making sure that we keep the game alive and very much stay in the positive vein to, to bring the game to FC United and put them on the back foot. If we do that, then we'll keep the, the home form going. One thing I love hearing about is when you talk about this cracking game for the fans, both teams really well supported. I think I'm right in saying last season this was the highest uh, attendance. It set a record uh, for, for this fixture in the league, FC United at Edgerley Park. And just, just tell us what it's like for you as the manager. You're standing on the touchline. You've got so many hundreds or thousand fans on one side cheering you. And so many hundred or thousand fans on the other side booing you and giving you grief. What's it like for you to try and be in that melting pot, if you like, and just, just lay your instructions out to the team? No, obviously, the, the, the bigger the game and the more atmosphere there is, the more difficult it is for, for managers to get the, the point across. But I think it's great. I, I just like to see spirit and energy at Edgy Park. And, um, you know, we've, we're, we're turning up 3,000 fans every week. When, when somebody else turns up with 1,000 or 1,500, it's brilliant. And it creates a cracking atmosphere. I mean, when we go back to last year's game, there was very little in it for both teams. Um, strange stage of the season. Um, and yet it, it drew a crowd of 5,500, which is incredible for this level. Um, but FC United have got a card core of support. We have. Um, and it was one of them days where I think they both wanted to, to outdo each other in terms of uh, turning up for their team. And um, so that was cracking. We won't have the same gate for this because it is FA Cup and... People have to leave the season ticket in the pocket and, and, and get the tenors out or whatever the cost is. So it'll be, um, you know, like I said, it won't be, but it'll still be one the healthiest crowd you'll see at this level of the FA Cup. And um, like I said, and so for both teams, it's a great prize waiting because you're in the fourth qualifying round, win that and you're in with the league club. So uh, as each, like I said before, as each round goes by, it gets more exciting. But I think the fact that it's us and FC United, the crowd, the local derby, um, just makes it a, a game with some real edge to it, and it's great to have a game with that sort of edge, you know, in what effectively is the end of September. Let's talk about on the pitch then. Like you say, we've had training tonight, and there was a, a, a bit of a worry after Sam after the game last week. But give us a give us an idea of how the squad are looking fitness wise going into Saturday. Um, the great thing about this last couple of weeks there has only been Saturday games, so um, obviously Sam felt his hip. This is an injury, obviously, that's been ongoing, and um. I think we got to a stage with Sam where really we kind of understood what it was, but it was just a question of just going for it, playing to the maximum of your ability, and then um, that way then you're either playing well or 
something will give. And unfortunately, um, he went to clear a ball and um, felt it. So we need now to have a management uh, strategy. Um, you know, initially, if it was an operation, we'd be looking at near on 12 weeks, three months rehab. But I think the next stage, though, might be an injection. It's a joint problem rather than a muscle problem. So we know where we're at in terms of what the injury is, and now we've got a, a management strategy for it. And I think um, Sam, like ourselves, would probably want to go down the, the first route, which is an injection, see how it settles, uh, see if he can get rid of the pain and continue to play. Um, obviously, we'll, we'll see if that works. And if that works, we can obviously delay any operation to the end of the season. Um, Sam's got a two-year contract, so I think that's a, a, a good situation from the beginning. But again, we just have to see how it's managed. Um, so he's a loss for us in, uh, over the next couple of weeks. But the positive side, we've had a, another week to get a Harry Winter 100%. We've had Michael Clark return to training. Um, obviously, Adam Thomas, we mentioned before, is moving towards sort of 70 minutes. Gary Stopford's got a good 65 minutes under his belt. Bowen Dixon's got uh, three games under his belt now. And then we include the likes of Ben McKenna getting a little run out, getting you know to a stage where we can expect a, an Im- impact from him. So the squad's looking really healthy. And um, initially after Saturday's game losing Sam, I was thinking to myself, how am I going to get 18 players? Would I have to bring a couple of the academy lads in? Um, I promised one of them if they, um, they were man of match yesterday, I'd put them on the bench. But with the likes of Michael Clark being fit um, and a, a good turnout in training, then... We've obviously got um, a really strong bench. Uh, a bench on any other day could easily start the match. Just finally, I want to speak to you about Adam Thomas because he's come back and he's really hit the ground running. And we've spoken a couple of times and I've spoken to Adam saying, how does it feel being able to come back and put those injuries behind you and you've hit the ground running? But tonight when we spoke to him a little bit earlier on, it was more of a case of where are we now? We're past that welcome back stage, if you like. It's now about getting down to your bread and butter and, and cementing a place in the team. I think it was clear when um, Adam came back that there was a, a springy step, you know, a, a, an energy. And you often get that with players. And I, I've kind of seen it with Gary Stockford on Saturday and Jimmy Ball when he came on, almost like a little bit refreshed uh, mentally and physically and uh, they're ready to go at it again. And I think we certainly got that with Adam. Um, a little bit concerned that, you know, he's obviously... The demands are increasing, and, and um, we just have to make sure that we're not overly fatiguing him because he's he's deep underlying stores of stamina that might not be there, and his overall strength. So we have to be careful and keep managing him. Um, and this is a lad who's the first one to come in on a Monday morning, um, and again he was in this Monday. You know, we, this week we've had five pros in on a Monday morning, so that's starting to build up. But Adam's one of them complete professional, wants to train as much as possible. What we have to do is just be careful now uh, about our expectations of him because he's going to reach a plateau where you know, he's not going to continue to play in that vein. He's, he's Like I said, it's been a little bit on enthusiasm, a little bit of adrenaline, but he's certainly got qualities to add to our front line and it's certainly been a benefit to us um, with the likes of Darren Stevenson likely to be out for another three or four weeks as we manage his injury. So... Um, it's like I said, it's kept the squad healthy and he's been a, a, certainly a plus in the previous three games. Just finally, I'm not going to tell you how he did because we're going to play it next, but he did his kick-up challenge tonight and he's uh, he's given us a run for our money, Adam Thomas. He's looking good there. No, no, like I said, he's a, he's, he's a good footballer, skillful footballer. I'm sure he beat mine and yours. Um, yeah. But like I said, um, no, it's, it's, like I said it's, it's good to have him back. Um, and like I said, when I look at the his squad, on, on, whether it be on the board or whether it's on the training pitch, um, We've assembled a really good squad of players and I'm just looking forward to them really gelling and coming and getting on a, uh, the momentum we want. Um, we've turned around those two defeats with two wins. We want to continue in the FA Cup and then I think after that the next challenge is the, 
an away game at Darlington where we can consolidate ourselves a position in the um, in the playoffs and we need to be winning games and getting results away from home to do that. So um, a big month ahead for us. Um, and like I said, a good healthy squad and um, having players like Adam back fit and fresh and showing their skills then is all uh, the better for us. Well Jim, we're up for the cup. I wish you all the best for Saturday. Thanks so much. So, Chris, great win against North Ferriby. I've heard various sides of the story. I spoke to a lad in work who's a county fan, and he said they didn't play that well, but it was good to get the win. What What was your view of the North Ferriby game? He's probably right. He's probably right. You know, we um, on on a lot of occasion we were passing a little bit sloppy in the middle of the park, or maybe first touch. But I think that was more complacency kicking in rather than poor technique. You know, we know that the players go through rigorous training, and you know they're trained to do this, and we can say. You know, quite confidently now, if you play like that against a Salford or a Harrogate, uh, you know they'll pick you off, and they, you know they won't let those passes slide. But North Ferriby really gifted County that win. They 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 sort of wrapped it up uh, and put it on a plate for us. I think if we were playing a Salford or a Harrogate, those passes wouldn't be coming in because you wouldn't find yourself at a case of four one up, uh, and every time you go forward, you think you can score. If you if 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 that happens, then. You know, you can play like that against anybody. But we could have had a little bit more ruthlessness about us. We could have maybe nicked another goal, two goals, because we certainly had the chances. But all in all, dominant performance. And if, if, if we can take scorelines like that more often, then we're definitely going to be up there come the end of the season. There was a lot of times last season when there were teams that should have dominated and were dominating, and we were getting to... You know, we had that half-time nil-nil scenario so many times last season mm. where... And then, you know, it ended up nil-nil or they nicked one like Bradford Park Avenue did. So, you know, they've, they've turned that dominance into a really good win. So, you know, build on that. Yeah, and I think, if anything, it was, it was, it was a really good win in the sense that we did get scared a couple of times. You know, there were these, these moments where Ben Hinchliffe has kept in because it keeps you on your game. And when we beat Southport 6-0 the other week, everyone just looks at the, the positives now you've got Jim coming out after that and saying, "Oh well, there's some things you know that we could have worked on." And people are saying, "What really? We've just won six 0 and you're saying there's things we can work on." Whereas this time, you can look at that highlights video and you can say, "Well, Ben's had to make a, co- a couple of good saves. They have caught us sleeping with a you know a goal early in the second half." Uh, so there we can see now, if that had been another six or seven nil win, you might think, "Oh, there's nothing to work on. The players get a little bit lazy." But now, because there's things that we can so clearly take from this and say well, that wasn't good enough and that wasn't good enough. We can take that now and we can, we can learn from it. We can work on that. Great. And so you picked last week as your player of the week, Jason Oswell. Uh, oh, sorry, your one to watch as Jason Oswell. Does that mean, a couple of goals there, does that make, mean he was your player of the week or did somebody else shine for you? Well, I mean, it could have been him or Ducks, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say he is the player of the week because he's come away with those two goals. I don't want to give Ducks too much. He took man of the match already. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll move on and, and we'll give it Jason because strikers, strikers feed off confidence. You know, that's, the, the, better, the, the best strikers in the world, a huge, you ask them, and a huge part of their game is that they've got the confidence. If, it doesn't matter if you're Ronaldinho or whoever. If you're trying things and they're not working, they're not coming off, and you go a number of games without scoring, and all of a sudden your passes are going awry, it affects you. Now, Jason, in a, still an early part of the season, we're still only in September, and he's in double figures for the season. You know, he's he's been told he's got to come in, he's got to score a lot of goals because he's replacing a hell of a goal scorer, and he's doing just that. All right, he's had a bit of a 
a lull in flying quotes, if that's what you want to call it, but he's passed double figures now. Two goals, one in front of the Cheadle end. He's psycho psychologically, he's gone past that double figure mark. That'll mean the world to him moving forward now. If he can get another goal in the FA Cup in front of a big crowd against FC United, just watch Darlington try and contain him next week. So the FA Cup comes round very quickly um, at this stage. Got the tie we wanted in terms of, you know, record crowd for the, for this level last year. Local rivals always done really well against them, and you know they haven't been looking that great, you know, last season and this season. So a really big opportunity to to make a big stride in the FA Cup. It is a big opportunity, uh, and it is going to be a, a great day for the club. I think with the with the fact that last season's record crowd. Uh, however, it, it's a little bit of a deceiving tie for me. You look at FC United in the league, uh, and they're in the they're in the relegation places. They're right at the bottom, and it looks like they're struggling. You look at their current form. In the last two games, they've scored nine goals, so they know where the back of the net is. Now, if we can take a win against a team who are banging form, because it doesn't matter where you are in the league, it doesn't matter how many people you're playing in front of. If you're on a winning run and you go up against another team, you're going to go in feeling ten feet tall. Now, Jim Gannon rightly said earlier on, you know, both teams are scoring a lot of goals at the minute, but I think nine goals in two games is a hell of a return. Uh, now, people will pick out that one of those games was against lower league opposition in the Cup, but one of those games, the other one of those games, was against a team who beat County not so long ago. So, there's a lot to be learned from it, but it, like you're, you're right to say, it's, it's, the, it's the draw we wanted because... It puts you up against the best opposition you can be against in front of a good crowd to give the players confidence and to, to take a step forward. The FA Cup, listen, the FA Cup is something that players not not everyone gets to play in. You know what I mean? Me and you play to low levels, if you like. <laughs> we we can only dream of playing in the FA Cup. So these guys, they, for every player at this level on both sides of the you know on both sides of the pitch, they know that this could be their last season playing in the FA Cup. Every season you've got that fear in your head. This could be you might not even make the FA Cup proper. So you're going to give everything you've got on that pitch, uh, and I think it just I think it just makes for a cracking tie. Come three o'clock on Saturday, and we're sat here at Edgeley Park. Uh, yeah. Expect this place to be absolutely rocking on Saturday. Yeah. You know, I thought last year in in the league game they were a very poor side. I thought they looked you know very underwhelming. They looked like a bunch of schoolboys actually, is what I thought. But but having said that, the atmosphere was absolutely cracking. Given you know the it's a cliche, but the spice of the FA Cup, and given what the, it means to both sets of players, this place can be rocking on Saturday. It is, and both teams because both bring so many sets of fans. And be, at the start of the season, when the fixtures come out, players of any division will look out for certain games. And I'll bet a penny to a pound the FC United players and probably the Stockport County players as well will have had a look out for this fixture in the league because of that, because of the atmosphere, because of that. Like you say, it doesn't really matter when it comes down to league positions or or whatnot. You look down for your attendance records. This set the bar last season in the league. This was the one to catch. So the players, every player is going to want to be on the pitch uh, in front. Of, they want to showcase their skills in front of the biggest crowd certainly can do. Uh, so they're all. Nobody wants to get shown up in front of a huge crowd. There's going to be a huge crowd here. Count the amount of atmospheric evenings that I take. You know that I take the memories I've got from this ground. Let's hope Saturday plays into that because it's certainly got the potential to and um, so let's talk about uh, your want to watch and at the same time tell me who you want to watch is for for the game but also do you think because it's a cup game that jim's going to approach it differently and that might affect the side that he puts out potentially potentially um, it's always difficult trying to second guess the gaffer 
Um, he knows just as much as anybody else that a 1-0 win is a, as good as a 25-0 win because uh, it takes you through to the next round of the cup. This isn't, you know, there's no goal difference to play for. My player to watch this week is going to be Gary Stockforth. And the reason I say he's Gary Stockforth is because we were talking a moment ago about the atmosphere and the, the electricity and the spice coming from the fans. Well, this is a guy who absolutely thrives, you know, in excitement and, and buzz. He's a guy who is the hub of a team and everything's got to play around him. Now... There's a lot of competition for central midfield, but he, again, is a player who is hungry to prove himself. He he loves playing off electric atmospheres. He loves getting the ball. He loves being the lad in the middle of the park, if you like. So some players can sometimes go missing in front of you know big crowds like that. It remains to be seen if any uh, FC United or County players will. I, I don't think they will, but you know it remains to be seen whether they will. But I highly doubt it'll be Gary Stockford because... He's not going to get you 50 goals, 20 goals a season. He's not that kind of player. But is he a guy who's going to love being in a melting pot like that? You bet you. Yeah, he's the kind of guy that, you know, the players love buzzing off. He's, he's you know, he's he's got a bit of chat about him. He's he's always there. And he's the kind of player that when the, the fans turn up and the team gets read out, that they think, yeah, great, you know, he, he's one of ours. We'd love to have him in the team. So he can make a big difference to that team. As a fan, I love seeing his name on the team sheet. Uh, I was delighted when he came back because he's, he is such an influential character on and off the pitch. And I think last season and coming into this season, when Gary left and Danny Lloyd left uh, and Mark Ross, who of course was the captain last year when he left, even though new players have come in, there are some big personalities to lose. And just having Gary back amongst that uh, is a pleasure to see and a pleasure for him to be around. I saw him earlier tonight at training. All the lads walk past as they do and they shake your hand they say, how are you doing? Gary Stopforth, sweating more than any of them comes over, gives me a big hug. That is exactly why he's like, and he knew he was sweating, he knew he was wiping yeah. the He's That's the kind of player he is, and that's he's the kind of player who the players will look to for confidence on Saturday. So he's your one to watch, yeah. and do you think we're looking at a special side for the Cup there, or do you think it's just, you know, if this was a league game, it'd be the same side that he puts on? It's a tricky one to say, because there's some injury watch, there's some players coming back, and some players who are struggling at the moment. Uh, it'd be interesting to see how Jim works with Sam Minihan. We know he came off last week. Uh, with a little bit of a problem. So will he play, will he not play? Harry Winter, he'll, he's going to want to feature against his former club. He's coming back from injury. Can he get in the team? Michael Clark, uh, leader at the back, if you like, probably our most important central defender. With no disrespect to the other two, I think they see Clark here as that kind of dominant figure. Now, can he come back in? So it's, it's a tricky one for me to second guess. Do you bring players back into the team? When, you know, after a 4-1 win in such a big game, it's impossible to say. I, th- I think he's just going to go for his strongest eleven. And yeah, I think I think that's that, that's probably a given. Now you were at training earlier, and you managed to. Uh, we got a kick up challenge, so we've got three now. But yeah. uh, we'll play the audio in a minute. But there's there's bad news. Uh, there's bad bad news. news for you. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go into too much detail about Adam Thomas, but let me tell you one thing about the kick-up challenge. The lads seeing Adam Thomas doing it and hearing Gary and Michael Clark talk about it, there is a buzz now that they want to be a part of this. One of the players has told me tonight that he's going home, practising in his back garden, and he wants to do it on the pitch on Saturday before the game. He wants to have a go at the kick-up challenge. <laughs> Even assistant manager Dave Conlon is saying he wants to go this Saturday. There is, a, there, is a, there is a competition, there is a hunger now between the boys to take this. So, uh, yeah, watch this space on the kick-ups. But Adam Thomas tonight. That's great. That's what we wanted. We wanted to get this kind of... 
you know, this buzz around it. And we yeah. wanted everyone to be part of it, which is great. Any chat about last week's curry, or was that was that, that you know that what goes for on a Stockport curry night stays on a Stockport County curry <laughs> I night? I think yeah, so. maybe there was a bit of that, but uh, whatever it whatever it was seemed to work. So you know, let's get on the phone now to the saffron and let's uh, let's get the lads up <laughs> yeah. there every week. Yeah, absolutely. So somebody who we've um, I think. It's really good with the with the podcast, and hopefully we can do it a lot now going forward. It's working well with this going to training and then coming back to Edgeley Park, and we're very lucky. <laughs> you know, this is uh, non-league football. It's just you and I and Jim yeah. and Nick Donnelly yeah. um, uh, left now in the ground. Uh, we've been having a, you know, so we, we've been getting to, you know Nick quite well, I've been getting to know him. Fantastic character, really yeah. good to oh. have around the club. We're going to try and get him on the podcast. Yeah, he's, he's a lovely guy. Uh, and it might surprise him hearing, hearing us talking about him on the podcast and saying we're going to get him in, but we are going to formally invite him. I've got to say, uh, he put me through my paces a little bit last weekend uh, when we did a little bit of a boxing session in the gym and I'm going to steal his line here but it's the first seeing Nick on because obviously he knows he knows the science of strength and conditioning inside out but actually seeing him on the back that's the first time I've ever seen a punch bag try and refrain from someone hitting it again <laughs> because he, he hits like thunder so uh, really great guy and um, the club are lucky to have him I think yeah, me and while you are uh, interviewing Jim, me and him have been getting to know each other, and usually it's just me and him talking about the various injuries we've picked up playing sport over the year. <laughs> we were comparing our toes tonight, so maybe we'll avoid that uh, on the podcast. But it, photo but, evidence is needed. Yeah, but yeah, we will get Nick on, and, and uh, despite his nervousness, we know it'll be it'll be great stuff. So while at training tonight, Chris managed to catch a word with returning midfielder Adam Thomas. Laden, well, it's great to see you back in the squad first of all and you look like you're enjoying your football at the moment. Yeah, I'm really enjoying myself. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming for me and uh, just to get, to get back into the, the team and be playing is uh, fantastic. And obviously we've had a few wins lately, so morale's high within the team and it's just great to be back involved. You mentioned we've had a few wins and you're absolutely right to do so and you've been a key part of that. That must be, it must finally feel like you're finding your feet at Stockport County given the injuries are now out of the way. Yeah, I mean, obviously it, 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 it's a long time to, to be out and then when you come back, you know, you want to do so well and to come back and have my first game at Edgeley Park like it was, was just surreal, it was fantastic and then obviously we've uh, we've had a great win in the league um, at home and now we've obviously got the cup so we just want to kick on and get some, uh, some points and obviously progress in the, the cup. Now the comeback is kind of out of the way, if you like, is it? Is it a bit easier for you? You've got that, that monkey off your back, so to speak. The comeback's done, you can now just focus. Yeah, well, I, I mean, for, for a long time, you just want to put it behind you. And obviously I had that niggle in pre-season with it, and then that's like a worry, but you, you just want to put it behind you. And, and the fact that I'm actually doing that now, and I'm, I'm enjoying my football, um, I'm working hard, and it's basically all, it's all paid off for me now, and it's just a thing in the past. Um, it's maybe better now. I hope you don't mind me asking. When players come back from a, a bit of a long-term injury, you know, you, sometimes you hear them say about the game's changed a little bit. They, they maybe don't fancy the heavy tackles. What's that like? You're, you're, you're an experiencer of this now. What's it? What's it like as a as a player coming back? Well, to be honest, um, it, it's such a long period out. You don't know how you're going to come back. But we've actually watching the football last year and watching the gaffer and see how he likes to play. Um, it basically just spared me on to to come back and actually. I learned a lot about my game when I was watching the lads last year and sort of where I need to improve and I feel like since I've actually come back to fitness I'm, I'm a much different and better player than I think now than I was previously. So when we when we talk about FA Cup and league games we're going to move forward to on the pitch now. Yeah. Do you, how, how do you find the focus changes? Is it just go out and beat the 11 men in front of you or do you kind of 
things a little bit different. Is a different atmosphere and energy on a on a cup day. Uh, well, obviously, everyone loves the cup, and uh, you know we did really well last year. And I thought we were unlucky to to go out, um, but obviously we we came out losing in the end to, to Woking. It was, wasn't it? Mm. Um, but no, um, there'll be a fantastic atmosphere. Um, Saturday, the lads have been uh, really good this week in training. The atmosphere is really good, and I think everyone's just buzzing to go out there and put on a performance to get through to the next round. One question I've I've asked around, we asked some of the lads, and it always goes around stadiums on cup days. Let's say that we get to the round that we need to get to, and we can give you any draw, not in terms of money through the gate, not in terms of biggest attendance, just for an atmosphere for you. Who would you get? Who would you like to see County drawn against? Um, it's a tough one to be fair, honestly, because <laughs> um, obviously next next round the uh, the conference national like the national teams come in, don't they? Um, I honestly don't mind. I just as long as we get home tie and we get a good atmosphere, and uh, I feel like we can beat anyone at home. On if, the day. if we get to third round, fourth round, third whatever. Round, um, obviously, you'd like a big gun, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Any one of the any any prem team or even championship team would be unreal. And just finally, then in terms of your fitness, now are you banging on the gaffer's door? Put me in the starting eleven. I'm I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm I'm back to full fitness now, and this is uh, something I've obviously I've worked hard to get towards, and I'm just trying to kick on now and put it all behind me. Smashing well, Adam. All the best for Saturday. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And after catching up with Adam, Chris managed to persuade him to take part in our County Life Kick Up Challenge. So Adam Thomas, latest member of the Kick Up Challenge. You know the scores to beat. We're gonna, I'm just going to let you go straight into it on your own count. Five, six, nine... 10, 15, 16, 17, 20, very good, 25, there's 30, 35, 38, 39, 40, he's overtaken the gaffer, 5, 6, 7, 8, 49, 50, way there, Sixty, two, sixty-three, sixty-four, sixty-five, sixty-six, sixty-seven, sixty-one, seventy-two, three, four, seventy-five, seventy-six. He saved it. Seventy-seven, eight, nine, eighty. Five, eighty-six, eighty-seven, eighty-eight, eighty-nine, ninety. He's going to beat my hundred here. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, there's a hundred. Three, four. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, oh, could be here all night here. Fifteen, sixteen. He's like hundred and sixteen. Adam Thomas knocked me off the perch. Well played, sir. Well Cheers. done. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, there's the, there's the record gone. So, Chris, um, looking forward to the game against FC United on Saturday. Up for the cup. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you.